Good morning. I wanted to bring out some things about Psalm 16 today. Today is the 16th of September. What stood out for me in the psalm this morning was that he would keep me and protect me because I'm asking because I find refuge in him. I put my trust and hide myself in him. I say that he is my Lord. He says, as for my godly, they are the excellent, the noble, and the glorious in whom is all my delight. The Lord will multiply sorrows for the ones who choose another God, who do not choose him. So give all your sorrows to the Lord thy God. The Lord is my chosen and assigned portion. He is my cup. He holds and maintains my lot. Whatever is in my life. Whatever is before me. It all concerns him because it concerns us. And we give him all the concerns. I will bless the Lord who has given me counsel and I will look to him yes my heart instructs me in the night seasons often you might get an instruction or a direction at night um that's when the spiritual realm is most active early in the morning I have set the Lord continually before me because he is at my right hand and I shall not be moved My body, too, shall rest and confidently dwell in safety. In Psalms um, 12, he says that he will set you in a place of safety where you long to be. So he's continually in the in the aspect. This is Psalm 16. He's continually conveying that to us that you will dwell in safety for you will for you I will not abandon you will show me Lord the path of life and in your presence is fullness of joy so he he provides the joy because often times we can't can't understand how to get that sometimes. <laughs> um, 
and there, there I can say there's some joyful times, even now for me. They're moments. They're just passing moments because of the loss of my son. But I can see glimpses of it because I look to the Lord. And I do ask for his presence around me to protect and defend me and to give me uh, all of him. Because at this moment, I need all of him. I went to a group last night. It was specifically for grief of a lost child. And there were people in there that had varying stories of the loss of their child at different ages. I mean, from 42 to 37 to 29 to 14 to 8. I mean, just varying age ranges. And it was a a very eye-opening thing to me that in this group, the counseling aspect of it is not Bible-based. Not at all. They don't bring God into the mix. They don't even reference anything in that aspect. And I sat there kind of... I didn't feel I was in the right place. Because everyone grieves differently. Everyone might take too many too long, you know, to, to handle the, the aspect of the grief, but there's no set time. There was a man in there, I guess, it had been many, many years since his eight-year-old son died, and it was such a shock and an aspect to it that he didn't deal with it, and he had two other younger children in when they became eight years old, it started bringing stuff back up for him. So he decided he would go deal with the loss of his son. And, um, you know, so he, he was delayed in his aspect of grieving. Um, some people push it down. Some people just can't handle anything. They, they're emotionally out of sorts and you know just it affects everybody in a different way um so there's no you know in God there's no condemnation on whether you should do this or that or get over it or you know anything like that it's a it's just a process each person has to take and and noticing that there was no reference to God anywhere and no one was grasping hold of anything in his word. I noticed that people were less um, on the recovery road of the aspect and they were trying to reach for something that they could hold on to in, in it all, you know, and one woman referenced she had, this was her third time going through the group, 
and that she probably will do it for another two years because and I don't I don't know her reasoning for that I didn't ask her but um, it was just a brief statement and I thought okay well she likes the group <laughs> you know and it gives her something and um, it certainly gives an arena where you can talk about it with other people that are there that can understand and um, so I just uh, felt I don't know if the group's for me they they said to please analyze it whether it's good for you or not and uh, I don't know that it is because I go to another one through a church that's Bible based and um, but it's not child specific so I wanted to see if there would be any difference, and there is, certainly is. Um, when I was not with God, and I went through my divorce, I had a breakdown and was in a hospital setting group, and the same thing. It was more secular orientated, and and um, I left out there with not really. Uh, a strong foundation and it didn't help me as I went along so it wasn't until I met the Lord that things changed and gave me a, a firmer foundation in him he's not going to abandon me his love endures forever he you know things that he tells you from his word and um you can grasp hold of and you can ask for him to help you with the grief and the whatever you're going through and if you're looking to him he's a supernatural God he can do anything and my my whole being is to put my trust and belief in him than secular man's ways and so I'm not saying that the counseling isn't good I'm saying that each person has to evaluate what they want to have during a particular time that they're going through something and with me, it's a, it has to be Bible-based because that's where I direct myself. And so, it was good. It was good to go and see, and then uh, realize that, you know, back when I had the breakdown in my divorce, I, I didn't get as well of a foundation as I have now. I have in Jesus and so that's where I need to continue my focus but that's personal that's me you know each person has to decide and the Lord is wanting you to decide you know he says if your sorrows will be multiplied if you look to another God looking to man's ways is like looking to another god saying 
man's ways are better than his. So I noticed there were people that were in grief longer, at longer periods of time, in this group, having to redo and and everything. So, um, that brought that up this morning, thinking, wow, okay, well, I don't want my sorrows to be multiplied. I want to look to the God that I know is mine, and who delights in me, and who I can continually look to and praise, and and he'll, he will give me his joy, his joy, and, and he's always kind and patient, and gives you what you need at the time, and, um, so I also wanted to, um, bring forth a, a word, um, from Jonathan Kahn, since we are going into trumpets on the eve of the 25th into the 26th. During the Feast of Tabernacles, God's people gave thanks to the Lord for their harvest, the promised land, and for a blessing. The Feast of Trumpets is a foreshadowing of the kingdom of God. Revelation 7.12 speaks of heaven and says, Blessing and glory, wisdom and thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is a part of the Feast of Tabernacles, which is a foreshadowing of heaven, where thanksgiving is a common attribute. So, give thanks. Even start now, praising the Lord for everything in your life. The great thing about Thanksgiving is that even if you think you don't have much to be thankful for, the more you give thanks to the Lord, the more you realize how much you really do have to be thankful for. Heaven is a dynamic place of gratitude, a place of giving thanks. The heavenly life is a life of thanksgiving. The Bible says that God, God's will for you in your life is to rejoice always, pray without ceasing, and in everything give thanks. So be thankful today. Make your day a thanksgiving, a focus on the blessings in your life and spend the whole day giving thanks. Start living the heaven, heavenly life now. 1 Thessalonians 5, 16 and 18. He gives reference to... But when, when it says there that gratitude is important for the aspect of 
the heaven responding. The Lord looks for your gratitude. And when I was speaking of my son's passing and how the word serenity was used in in connecting things, um, serenity means the state of being calm, peaceful, untroubled, stillness, tranquility. And how do you get serenity in your life? By gratitude. Gratitude. So, it's an important aspect of our life to be in that attribute. Thanksgiving and gratitude. I thank the Lord every day. I thank the Lord that I'm even getting up in the morning. And then I can finish my day and say my prayers at night and and have a restful sleep to whatever I have for the next day. But serenity has been a word in this season, in this, what most people would say, a dark season because my son passed. But it's not dark if you don't take on that aspect he is in the light he is in in the glory of God right now the heavenlies he's he's definitely in the peace of God there praising him so why would I want to be different light here. I'm of the light. I'm just of the light here. And he's of the light there in the heavenly. So I'm grateful that he got his request to go home and it was quickly manifested and he was given mercy. So I thank the Lord for his faithful love and attentiveness to hearing my son and I know he hears me and he has really dealt bountifully with me in this whole season with what I need and how I need to go forth and so I want to have the serenity I want to have the Ability to be in a state of calmness and peacefulness and untroubled and stillness and tranquility because it's important for any anything to come forth in my life. So I've got to continue to be grateful and continue on Because I saw a peace in my son of untroubled stillness before he left this earth. And and a peaceful, untroubled uh, no struggle when he left. So it gives me confidence in in my God. To know that that was all taken care of. 
And so I wanted to leave that with you because I'm on a next season journey, next phase with my move. And um, it's during the Feast of Trumpets, which starts here on the 25th, the eve of the 25th. And the last day of Jubilee is the 24th. And I'm leaving to go see my cousin, who I haven't seen in a long time, and she needs help. And it's also going to help complete my move. So there's something in the whole aspect of this trip that it's at this time this season and we're combining together to be with one another and and um, seek God and just he's, he's directed it and there's eight days in that feast so it will go to Yom Kippur which is the day of atonement or repentance and uh, so it's a a season that gives great hopefulness in the in the Lord that that his trumpet would be heard at, at the point in time when it's directed by God and that we as believers will hear it. So be attentive and watchful and, and keep your ear open because we, we don't know the timing. And it's just a, a celebration of uh, his coming for his people, for his covering for his people. Um, the Israeli um, Temple Institute has just received five unblemished heifers, red heifers, from the United States. So they picked them up at the airport yesterday in this transfer. And so they're preparing the temple for sacrifices to bring that back into um, doing them again when it's not needed. Jesus fulfilled the sacrifice. So the temple's only being rebuilt for the Antichrist to come back within it and destroy it and say that he is God. So, um, interesting timing and season that this is in, that this is happening before Rosh Hashanah, Feast of Trumpets, that they, on the Jewish faith, are still continuing with traditions because they don't know of the accept the sacrifice of Jesus. They they didn't see him as the Messiah. So interesting um, aspect that could 
come forth is God's hand in all of this, that something might occur and maybe the veil would come completely down for his people. I don't know. We don't know what God's going to do, but there is something going to move uh, for God's people. And um, I'm going to be with my cousin who I love, and it's just a, an exciting aspect to the possibilities ahead. So I wanted to give that to you today and just say that whatever traditions you have in your life, review them and really determine whether they're pointing to the Lord in focus and giving Him the glory or whether they're not. If it's giving man the glory, if it's giving um, a dead system glory that doesn't bring any any reward to it or anything that um, would multiply your sorrows, that you're placing something higher than the Lord as your God because it's it's an important time in our uh, in our um, life right now Um, Queen Elizabeth just died the changing the shift of monarchy the change of kings Charles hasn't been actually ordained yet. He has a title, but he hasn't been ordained yet, so we don't know what's actually going to happen there. But, you know, they're still processing the whole fact that she died after a 70-year reign. So 70 years in one position as is, is, uh, leader that that was the span of almost my whole life um, she came in to reign before I even was born but I only knew of her during my lifetime so now you know it's King Charles and we'll see what what transposes there but it's a very exciting time right now going into the feast of the fall feast because Tabernacles is after Yom Kippur. And um, so we're, we're in a season of uh, maybe a mighty work of God to, um, to do something major, you know, and then we're coming into coming into um, the election season too as well so tabernacles 
begins on the 10th of October. Actually, the 9th, the eve of the 9th. So, that is uh, Thanksgiving. Because it, it does depict the bride and groom coming together. So, it's a, a thankful, grateful time that we can celebrate in that he is going to come back for his bride. So, I wanted to leave you with that and give you some thought of the season that we're coming into. Um, It's the month of Trishi, which is the Hebrew month of, of... starts on Rosh Hashanah the 25th 26th so a lot of expectations come along with this and be expectant be expectant of the Lord and and ask of him and he will show you and give you direction and guidance and everything that you need even if times are tough because he takes care of his children will not abandon you. That's in Psalms 16 today. He will not abandon you. He is there for you. So give him all the praise. Give him all the thanksgiving and gratitude that that you have within you because he will overshadow and oversee your life if you let him. God bless and this has been a little bit longer but I thought it was important. So, have a wonderful, peaceful day. God bless.